Hey, what's up? What's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk with Sam podcast. Just Talk with Sam podcast. Man, we got a great one for you guys today. Man, I'm giving you this. This is like one of my favorite seasons as a whole, and I got um, special guests. It is WrestleMania season, and what that means is all all the look. I'm a big wrestling fan. And I don't know if you pay attention throughout this podcast, but one thing I've gotten a chance to do in the last 13 years of the inception of this podcast is raise another one. So I'm going to have my tag team partner, my own son, Charles, come in and we're going to recap the weekend of WrestleMania 39. You're talking about two guys who were on the couch, posted pizza, wings, he had um, a root beer, and I didn't so what we're going to do we're going to talk about uh wrestlemania's night one two the smackdown preceding it the hall of fame ceremony and the raw after wrestlemania it's great even if you're not a wrestling fan i'm pretty sure in this podcast that you can kind of appreciate the father-son bonding hardcore father-son bonding that happened in the last 72 hours so, before we jump into this action-packed, and I mean action-packed, it is WrestleMania weekend, um, version of the podcast, I gotta give a shout-out to everything surrounding the podcast, and that is, <clears throat> you guessed it, samshownation.com, your home for everything related to Just Talking Sam podcast. You can check right there on the homepage and current promotions page, and my eagle-eyed people, it's been the same for 13 years, I don't feel like changing it right now, there's been a donate button on the homepage and current promotions page, hit that donate button and give to this podcast to make it a bigger, better, greater podcast, yes, you, you, you can give whatever makes you feel like a good person to keep the free funny free, We've, you've been doing this for roughly 13 years, why stop now, this is great, do it for yourself, do it for the people, do it for the podcast. So please, go to samshownation.com, hit the donate button, give whatever makes you feel like a good person. And maybe you're one of those people who want a little bang for their buck, you want a little uh, stance for your wares, you can do that that way by going to um, samshownation.com, the store link, you can get everything that you need with the store link, whether that be t-shirts, hats, um, shirts, all the swag there to show that you really rock with this podcast as you go through your daily life. Go right there, get a cool trinket, and then from there, whatever profit goes right back to this podcast to make it a bigger, better, greater podcast. Speaking of the podcast itself, you go to samtronation.com, you get the podcast link, and you can listen to all of your favorite episodes right there on the website. Or maybe you listen to podcasts a little bit differently. You can go to Just Talking With Sam, no GN Talker, Just Talking With Sam. Just put that in, whatever you listen to your um, podcast on, we're all right there, wherever podcasts can be found. That'd be Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeart, um, Apple, Amazon, you name it. If they play podcasts, it's a pretty good chance we're there, wherever podcasts can be found. We got a few sponsors this week before we jump into all the WrestleMania madness. And it's a good, the folks, the first sponsor, the good folks at Upside. Look, I don't know if you know this or not. Gas prices has lost their mind. And you're going to want a little money back. You're going to want a little uh, bang for your buck. You know who got your back? Upside. Go to samshownation.com, click the Upside app, and download that app. And you get money back whenever you fill up your tank. So however many gallons of gas you put in there, you can get up to, God knows, like I just filled up my tank and I got 13 cents per gallon back. What it does is scours the area, says go to this gas station, pay for your stuff, boom, money right back in your pocket. And for all my first time people, you can get up to 25 cents off your first gallon 
um, if you go to samshownation.com, hit the upside app and go from there. Download the app. Trust me, it's a lifesaver. And it's a money saver, too. It comes right back to you. So go to samshownation.com, click the upside app. The next sponsor is the good folks at Honey. Oh, yeah, Honey. Look, if you're doing online shopping, you need to go to samshownation.com and get Honey. What is Honey? Honey scours the internet. For all the deals, all the promo codes, all the things you need whenever you go out shopping on your online shopping. Scouts the internet for over 500,000 uh, different online retailers. So right before you check out, you hit the Honey link. It's going to give you all these promo codes and you can save some money with that Honey. Yes, go to samshownation.com. Click the Honey link. Download to your phone, your uh, browser, your wherever you download stuff to. And then next time you do some online shopping, hit the Honey link. Save yourself some money. Go to samshownation.com. Click the Honey link. Save yourself some money. Get that Honey. Only at samshownation.com. And the next sponsor is the good folks at Fanatics. Now... Fanatics has always been about sports, whatever it is, basketball, baseball, football, uh, soccer, or football for my uh, European friends, uh, UFC, and most importantly, especially for this podcast, WWE. You can now get WWE apparel, WWE wrestling gear from Fanatics. The only thing we actually do is go to samshownation.com, click the Fanatics link, and you can check out Fanatics. For official WWE gear and rep some of the hardest working folks in sports entertainment. Whether you're an old school wrestling fan like myself, looking for the retro attitude era, greats like Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Undertaker, or maybe you're looking for more of the newer guys like your Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch, Brock Lesnar. You can count on Fanatics for their authentic WWE merchandise like t-shirts, hoodies, accessories, and you can get collectible gear like chairs, title belts, and more to show your love for your favorites on Raw, SmackDown, and even NXT. Keep up with the latest WWE events, champions, and apparel every time you visit the WWE store at Fanatics via SamShowNation.com. So please, especially with this, please jump into the WWE WrestleMania 39 recap on this podcast and you can wear your Fanatics gear by getting your WWE apparel from there by going to SamShowNation.com, clicking the WWE link. So that was a mouthful. We'll go to SamShowNation.com, current promotions. Click the Fanatics link and get your WWE gear. And lastly, and certainly not leastly, Target. Look, while we're sitting on the couch, we're stuffing our face. We got pizza. We got wings. We got chips. You know where we got it all from? Target. Target had everything we needed for a good three days of WrestleMania fun. All the snacks, all the stuff that we need, the junk food. And the best way we did it, we went to SamShowNation.com. We didn't have a lot of time. We ordered it right there from SamShowNation.com. It was ready to go. We picked it up right there at the store. But maybe you can, um, you don't want to go in the store. You're in that much of a rush. You just click the link. When you order, you get your text. You go to the store and you just park in the thing and say, hey, I'm there. And they bring it right out to the car. We had a little bit more time. So what we did, we ordered it. We picked up in the store. Then we walked around the store. But the best way to shop at Target for whatever you need, whether it be household stuff, maybe it's snacks, maybe it's getting your WWE gear, maybe uh, whatever you need. Home decor, spring is here. And since spring is here, it's a lot of spring cleaning. You want that? The only best place I can tell you to go is go to samtronation.com, hit the Target link, order it right there. So that's enough of me yapping right now. 
I'm about to get my tag team partner ready. He's about to put on his microphone. We're going to tag him in. And I will see you guys in about 90 seconds. This is Just Talking Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talking Sam Podcast. Just put your name on it. If you don't talk about it, be about it. I Joe, but it's obvious. If you we, we never write this out. There's many, we are at that special time of the year, it's holiday season here in the McLean House, and if you listen to the last podcast, I said I was going to bring you into some stuff. Yes, yes, I understand it's not Christmas. Yes, yes, I understand it's not Thanksgiving. We're in a special time of the year, early spring. Now, the holiday we are speaking of is not Easter or Resurrection Sunday. Uh, Passover, shout out, shalom to my Jewish folk out there. Um, or Ramadan, to... You know, my Muslim friends. What's up? Bash, Z, the good folks that act accordingly. Hey, before we jump to our holidays, I just want to say uh, happy Ramadan to those guys. And, um, yeah, that's about it. I don't understand the rules of Ramadan. I, but I do encourage you to go to um, act accordingly with Bash and Z. Because apparently you can't sing. You, you can't do it. There's some rules that I'm very, I would, Bash, Z. From the After Podcast for Bash and Z, wherever podcasts can be found. It's the holiday season. Can be heard. Um, whenever you get a chance, walk me through some of those rules. Because I'm interested. I, I ain't joining. But just, just plain interested. I digress. After Corley Podcast. Um, I digress. The holiday that we are talking about is WrestleMania weekend. Now, a lot of cool stuff happened WrestleMania weekend, but we are strictly going to take charge of WrestleMania, the WWE representation. There were, um, we here at the McLean House, um, a good chunk of us are hardcore wrestling fans. And I don't mean we watch Raw and SmackDown. No, 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 no. When I say WrestleMania weekend, we're talking about it all. Um, ROH, Supercard of Honor was this weekend. I want to give a speedy recovery to Dante Martin. That injury was just plain nasty. Anybody with a Twitter machine, I encourage you to check out 
Wish that. Oh boy, that was. Um, that's what you get when you mess with Pentagon Junior. Cyril Merrill, man. But Jesus, you weren't supposed to go out like that. We're, but there are so many other things. There's Russell Kahn. There's Russell Volts. The weekend is big enough. However, we're only going to stick to the WWE product. And I would be remiss if I will not do this podcast by myself. I'm going to tag him in, my tag team partner for the weekend, my boy Charles. Give the hot tag to Charles while me and him break down uh, epic. WrestleMania 39. That's right. Part 39. All right. Now, we're going to go by this match by match. We're going to talk about, and we don't just, the WrestleMania weekend, it is Saturday night and Sunday night. night. But, a true blue wrestling fan. No, the party don't stop there. It goes all the way till Monday night. So, before we. And Friday, SmackDown. Technically, yeah. Friday, SmackDown, the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial was there. And so I'll let you get first so, dibs. Hold so, on, wait, wait, wait. You, sit down. You excited? <laughs> I'll let you get first dibs. Let's break down the whole weekend. Okay. And let's start with SmackDown. Alright. That's SmackDown Friday. Uh, give me a synopsis. What happened? What was your favorite thing? Tell me what happened. Alright, so you're not even the, happy to be the, on the podcast. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Mike. Hold on, wait. Let me help you out. Anytime you're on anyone's podcast, whether it be mine or anyone else's, I get excited. Yes, you do, but you miss something very important. And Introduce yourself. There's a bunch of people who don't know who you are. Say hi. Say hi. <laughs> you can talk. It's a microphone in front of you. Hey, what's good, guys? Who are you? I'm Charles. And what and my you dad's. Tag team partner for this weekend's WrestleMania recap. Yes, and SmackDown and Raw. Well, you brought it up. Let's talk about SmackDown. All right, and and what happened on SmackDown? Some people wanted to. Oh, guys, also I I should say it up front. Spoilers. If you have not watched a lick of WrestleMania, spoilers. All right, one more time. Spoilers. We give everybody a second. If you haven't. Um, watched it to catch up and there you go please tell us about smackdown oh my god smackdown was uh, smackdown was crazy so so in the andre the giant battle royal i'll I'll announce the winner at the end Mm -hmm. so starting off my favorite wwe wrestler in the whole entire world Mustafa Ali got thrown off the ring by Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. and and I was literally raging hard. Mm-hmm. And s- since I saved it for last, the winner is drum roll, please. Uh, we don't have the buttons. Go, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, drum roll, please. Bobby the. Almighty Lashley, which is kind of a shame because his original partner, his original match was supposed to get be about Bray Wyatt, and then Bray Wyatt got injured. He had some type of illness. They didn't really get into it. And then L.A. Knight, and then L.A. Knight had a, 
touch of what's going on. So he had to kind of be dropped down to the um, Andre the Giant Battle Memorial. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he won. Don't get me wrong. But it, it, it should have been Mustafa Ali. It should have been him. I don't know about Mustafa Ali. It should have been him. It should have been him. Personally, I don't think he's too long for WWE, if you ask me. I think he he's may be going 36. to... No, 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 no. I think he's going across the street. Where? AEW. Yeah, if you ask me. Are you serious? I wouldn't... I If I if I saw him popped up in AEW, I wouldn't be surprised. You serious? I would... I, I think he would do... I would really like to see him and Dante Martin when he's healthy. The Lucha Brothers, AR, Fox, those guys. I would really like to see that. Wait, they can team up? Yeah, I would like to see him. And, they, uh, they might win the trios. Word, word around the campfire, Kota Ibushi's over there too. So what? So maybe going. Uh, look, let's just stick. Wait, with wasn't Kota Ibushi in uh, ROH? Yeah, for a hot second, him and Kenny Omega. But oh, let's let's stick Omega. with the WWE product. Product. Anything else happened on SmackDown? That's all I saw. And quite honestly, that's all it was because SmackDown is what they call the go home show is the last televised event before the pay-per-view itself so usually that is used for a lot of recaps what the stories are who likes who who don't like who like the picks were like in the kickoff where you set up the entire weekend so that, that that's right so let's jump into saturday now saturday night one of um first match i, 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 I get I, it what are you doing okay Night one was roughly five hours. Three. Uh, Peacock, VIP. No, I, I count the um, prelim matches, too, and also... Oh. Um, Wait, what prelims? Yeah, there was a few. There was, a, And we're going to get Yo. into it. Which preliminaries? It was about eight matches total on the card, but there was some prelims of some stuff that happened in, in between that wasn't necessarily part of the show but we'll get into it and we're going to go point by point every match on night one just night one what about night two we'll get we will get there you can't talk about night two if you don't talk about night one so night one um you started off right after they did a lot of smackdown Mm -hmm. they did a lot of talking about the andre the giant memorial then you jumped into the first official match was Austin was Austin Theory versus the GOAT of WWE, John the GOAT Cena. No one calls him that. He is the GOAT, though. No one, no. Not one person is calling him he's, he's the GOAT. Nah, I'm not knocking what he has done, but no one calls him the GOAT. Actually, call him. Oh! Before we jump into this match, something did happen in between it. That's, that's what I was forgetting. What? The uh, WWE, when SmackDown went off, the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony. Oh, yeah. So, this this year, the Hall of Fame ceremony. Inductees? Inductees. Well, they're Hall of Famers now. So, was, by, the, by the time they hear this, they're... What? Was David Ray for last? Okay. I get it. I, 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 I got it. I, 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 I got it. See... I'm just going to just hide this chart because you're looking at the chart. Just speaking. Okay. Podcast lesson right now. Normally, I hit pause. No, no, no. What we're going to do is kind of talk about this a little bit. 
you're getting a little excited and let's let's just talk about it real quick now this year's um inductees to the wwe hall of fame was um now this is, seems a little bit weird but this is some people you don't know yeah, yeah, because they they were a little. It's way before your time. And so These are people um, I watched. Your uncle Buddy watched. Give a shout out to Uncle Buddy. Um, to a much much lower extent, I guess he saw it out of the corner of his eye. We'll say uh, T Mackey watched this. Um, so here we go. The inductees goes as follows. The first one. How much inductees were? I'm 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 getting there. Okay. The first one is uh Andy Kaufman. Well, Andy Kaufman came in as their celebrity inductee. Now, granted, Andy Kaufman has left us. Um posthumous inductee. He was represented by his brother Michael and his sister Carol and his niece Maria. And his uh daughter Brittany. Wait, how do you die? Okay, well, Andy Kaufman, I can't exactly remember how he died, but he passed in, um, like the 80s? No, early 90s, I think. And, um, he was a TV star of a show, very old show called Taxi. And he became involved in wrestling uh, by promoting himself as, like, one of the intergender wrestling champions of the world. And he started a big, big feud with Jerry Lawler and Jimmy Hart. Now, these are in the days of the territories of Memphis. So, but Andy, even though it's wrestling, he never broke character. Meaning, Jerry Lawler went to sleep thinking some days this man just hated him and vice versa. But the the reason he got inducted is that was so big, it gave a generational look or more of a bird's eye look at wrestling on a celebrity angle because a lot of people outside of people who just really like wrestling wasn't watching wrestling they didn't care it was just like it like sports some people like football some people like basketball some people like soccer or football depending football. on wherever you're from so but shout out to united kingdom but when you have football. a ce- at that time you have a celebrity of that magnitude you brought in everybody mm-hmm. so he won the celebrity award or in celeb Hall of Fame celebrity inductee. Uh, this one was um, kind of personal. The Warrior Award, which is an inductee, a Hall of Famer, someone who's been with the company, someone who's shown Hel- who helped who helped people who who helped change their lives around. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the award goes to Tim White. Now, Tim White is a very, very bittersweet one. Shout out to Tim White, proud member of the podcast. Oh, he passed. Proud member of the podcast. We met him. We interviewed him for the podcast when we met uh, AJ Styles. Oh. Uh, You were too enamored with AJ Styles to see me and Tim White talking, but Tim White was on the podcast. We talked about it. Those who don't know, Tim White was a referee for a very long time in WWE but he was also um, the backstage assistant for a lot of WWE talent especially his best friend Andre the Giant Andre the Giant is well a giant so it's very hard for him to get around 
So he needed someone. He needed help in a lot of stuff. And Tim White was that help. Then when Andre the Giant passed, he was just around. He was the owner of a bar that they filmed a lot of segments, especially with the APA growing up. Uh, and they just demolished his bar every time. Um, obviously, he was a road assistant. He provided security when he when his shoulder, he had a shoulder injury, and he stopped him from being um, a referee. And then from there, he became like security. And like I said, he was security for a lot of WWE superstars when they go to signings or they visit here, like AJ Styles, Charlotte Flair. Flair. He was there with Charlotte Flair. I don't remember seeing him there with Seth Rollins. He wasn't there with Seth. Uh, He was there for a lot of different signings and different things. But I do remember him from those two. So he won the Warrior Award because he gave so much in and out of the ring. So now we're going to the wrestlers. Now, these are individual wrestlers who deserve it. Um, my personal favorite out of this um, class, the Great Muda. The Great Muda, those who don't know, is a four-time IWGPA. Uh, let me say it right. IWGP heavy, World Heavyweight Champion. Three-time Triple Crown Heavyweight Champion. One-time GHC heavyweight champion, one time NWA World's heavyweight champion, one time NWA television champion, one time WCW World Tag Team champion um, in 1992 with Battle Brawl. The Great Muda was one of the few people that they brought from Asia and he opened the door. Where did he live? Japan. Oh. He opened that door and bridged that gap from America territory wrestling to more um, Far East wrestling. I know it's a history lesson. I know it's boring. Yes. And one thing he did, along with um, a lot of things, he popularized moves such as, we know it now as the Shining Wizard. Mm-hmm. A lot of people use that move. Who's this, what's the Shining Wizard? That's when someone's on their knees, you use your knee and come from behind them, kick them right in the back of the head. Shining Wizard. A lot of people use that move today. Uh, Kenny Omega's V-Trigger is a shining wizard. Um, Dakota Cass, hers, hers is called the shiniest wizard. Yeah, a lot of people use the shining wizard. Um, uh, give it up to him. Uh, who else uses uh, The Kinshasa oh, is a shining wizard. Shinsuke Nakamura, yes, is a shining wizard. Oscar's hip attack is an inverted, you guessed it, shining wizard. Another thing he popularized as the moon salt. Oh, you know, oh. A lot of people use that. Alistair Black. Uh, Kurt Angle. Um, Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair does one. Uh, Ricochet. Ricochet does it. I know. Lo- wait. Pretty one. I think Logan Paul does that. He does too. But the best one I've seen in a very long time, Kota Ibushi. And this is all thanks to people like the great Muda. Uh, the Muda Lock. And most importantly... The mist. A lot of people use the mist. Who? Well, the great Muda, for starters. Oscar. The blue mist, green mist. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, Alistair Black used Alistair Black, Tajiri. Oh, yeah. Who else? Wait, Shinsuke Nakamura used it? He did for a while, yeah. So, great Muda gets his for. Um, who, 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 who else uses mist? Quite a few people. Wait. 
I think I saw Rhea um, Ripley. I, I think I saw Rhea Ripley. The oh, next yeah. inductee. Now, this may be a little bit before your time. Is Stacy Keebler? Yeah, you're alive. She's alive. You watched her. Oh, I did. You did? Well, I guess not. I forgot. Well, let me tell you something about Stacy Keebler. Stacy Keebler get the award not just because she was just a um, wrestler, but it's how she started. She was the first. Now I know we talk about John Cena, we talk about The Rock, Roman Reigns, and all these people who wrestle and they end up in movies. Wait, Sta- Roman Yes, he was. Look it up. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw, <laughs> The Miz. He showed up in movies. Uh, God, what's the uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Randy Orton, and so on and so forth. My point is, the person who got all of that started never got the credit she deserved until Friday. Now, that was Stacy Keebler. Uh, you would know her. She started off as a Nitro girl in the WCW days. Then she went off in the WWE when they um, acquired WCW. You may know her. The whole she got legs. She knows how to use them. She went from being a dancer and then it was wrestler. Then her dancing skills moved her on to dance with the stars. Then that moved her to this modeling thing on Bravo that your mama watched. And then that moved her on to movies and TV shows and all this other good stuff. But she always came back home to WWE. Um, she had many feuds, uh, but that was all for show because apparently she is in a rare, 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 rare club of being the WWE's some of the nicest people along. Some of the nicest people is Mick Foley, and I can attest to that. What for, about the three faces of Foley? Though, yes, that's in the ring. Outside the ring, he's one of the nicest people in the world. I can personally attest, attest to that. He gave me Mr. Sacco because Uncle Buddy couldn't make Slammiversary um, 2004? You got actually my I think it was 2006? 2007? The one he missed that he couldn't be there, he said, give this to your big brother. Um, was it, uh, Tori Wilson? Um, No, it's not, well, Trishad is nice to me. Uh, who else is super nice? Oh, Molly Holly. So, Stacey Kubler get his. Huh? You met Molly Holly? Um, no. I want to. She made the Molly go round. Okay, this is way before your time. One day I'll show you that move, and there's a reason why they don't do it anymore. Please don't do that move on me. I, 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 it's a reason they don't do it no more. Molly go round is hurt. Um, and last, and certainly not least, the best of them all. Can I The actual goat. Now, they call him the, the goat. The luchador. No, no, the no, goat. don't luchador. No, it's just regular goat. The lu- the goat of luchadors. You, you want to tell him, or what you hold Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio Jr. is. Not yet. Oh, you have to say Jr. Boyaka. All right, before your time, Ray Mysterio Jr. was the. Ultimate David and Goliath story. Rey Mysterio. I think you're taller than Rey Mysterio Jr. Rey Mysterio is. And Rey Mysterio Jr. is Dominic, right? No, 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 no. Sit down. Sit That's down. just Rey. No, no. One more time. Okay. Rey Mysterio Sr. is his uncle. His uncle is now passed, so now 
we refer to Rey Mysterio as just Rey Mysterio, but he's actually Rey Mysterio Jr. Rey Mysterio Jr. entered the wrestling world at the age of 14. And while he was 14, he had to hide his age, he had to hide, and there's a reason he wears a mask. The reason he wears a mask, he used to tell everyone how ugly he is. No, he hid the mask because he wanted to hide his age. If everyone, if he took that mask off, everyone would know he's a teenager, even though his body at that time didn't look like it. So, with the help of one of his mentors, Conan, who's like Mexican's Hulk Hogan, Conan, I, like he, Conan was the man, Alibo La Raza. So, Conan would sneak him in different promotions, and he would tell him how much heart he has, the luchador spirit, and Ray would do these flips and do everything, and he'd make those guys look and good. And then, and then he moved on, and then, and then his mentor Eddie Guerrero. Uh, well, 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 we didn't get there yet. He moved around, and then in Laredo, Texas. He met Eddie Guerrero, if you want to do that, in the independence. This is when Eddie Guerrero was uh, the youngest of the Guerrero family. And he always looked up to Eddie Guerrero. But he could never take off the mask and show him who he really is because he was still a kid. In fears that Eddie would tell on him, he, even to this day, even in public, kept the mask on. So, we fast forward some time, and then there's this magical promotion called WCW ironically enough WCW World. World Championship Wrestling WCW their motto was where the big boys play WCW hated Rey Mysterio when they first saw him because their motto the big boys play Rey Mysterio like I said you're taller than Rey Mysterio and this is around the time when you had to be big and be a bodybuilder and you had to do all of this stuff. And Conan said, you could take half my pay, you could do whatever, but you got to give Rey Mysterio a shot. So Rey Mysterio went in there with some of their smaller guys. And the smallest guy they had at that time was Dean Malenko, man of a thousand holes. Dean Malenko is one of the most dangerous people to get in the ring with. Nicest guy ever. It's a shame because he got Parkinson's. He was diagnosed with that lately. And it was it, it, it's a thing. And he didn't survive. No, no, he's still he's still around. He's still living, but it's like you can't wrestle with it because you can't hold holds. He's the man of a thousand holds, and the actual disease stop you from holding things. So along with that, and then he, Dean Malenko made this boy look like a star, even though he still won. So they said, okay, we got this other guy. He's a young guy. He's stupid. He doesn't know what he's doing just like you. And you're about to get into a feud with him. And I swear to God, if no one's watching, we're going to fire both of you. And that young man, and that young man was 19 years old. Ray was about 17 or, excuse me, Ray was 18. I, I take that back. This man was 19. And that man, who didn't know anything about the business, but they stole the show. And that man was Chris Jericho and then Ray moved up the ladder and he finally got a chance to meet his idol Eddie Guerrero and everything they did was magic and then the acquisition of WCW where WC, um, by WWE so he had to prove himself yet again with some bigger people giants and he's never had a bad match where they've been John Cena, Batista Edge, uh, JBL The Rock Oh, The Rock. Rikishi, too. Everyone. Every Andre the Giant. Giant Gonzalez. The Great Khali. All right. 
Andre the Giant was dead by the time Rey Mysterio hit the scene. Giant Gonzalez was long retired. Paul White, the Giant, he was around. But the whole point is, Ray is the ultimate underdog. Every match he's in is a David versus Goliath match. And he gave um, an opening to people who not look like bodybuilders. People who wasn't six foot two and above, or people who wasn't three hundred pounds, he gave the every man. He was a lucha libre, and he still uses those lucha skills to this day. He is the goat because Rey Mysterio moves like luchadors. The go to loot exactly, and but he's not the actual go like John Cena. See, it's different. It's just different because Rey opened the door for other luchadors that you take for granted. That you don't know about, like psychosis, the Biano family, Biano one, two, three, four, five, and six. Well, Wait. they got they gotta be they gotta be in double digits by now. The Bianos, Wait, um, the, one of my personal favorites, psychosis. Caliso, Dorado. We'll get to those guys. We're talking about my generation, but we talk about your generation. They look at. Uh, Ray as a deity. Oh, on SmackDown, he that LWO Latino World Order. He gave that to. Come on, come on. Who did he give it to? Ray Mysterio. No, yeah, Ray Mysterio gave the shirts to the new generation, who is El Fantasma. Come on, El Fantasma. Did you see that part of SmackDown? Uh, no. Oh. I saw the Battle Royal. Yeah, El Fantasma. Um, there's even the young ladies. Uh, Ray was a very ins- inspiration what? to Dominique. Um, Dominic. Dominic's not Dominic's not a luchador. Yes, but you know, but the, he's an evil luchador. He's not. Yes, he is. It, he's, so, he's, so he's how did he join the Judgment Day? And the Judgment Day is not evil. Look, he's just misguided. What I'm saying is, he moved on. And Corey Graves defended him. Like, you can only defend so much. But, like I was saying, a lot of young ladies moved on um, Ray. Like Thunder Rosa. Like uh, Zelina Vega. Sexy Star. Um, I'm trying to think some of the lady. Uh, like, everyone loves Ray. Everyone. Everyone, everywhere you go. I'll put like this. Wait, Io Shirai learned the... Uh, That's more... That would be more Muda than... That would be more Muda Io versus um, Ray. I will say this. In this realm, and only this realm, Ray Mysterio is more popular than John Cena. I'm put, sorry. Oh, my bad. Ray Mysterio, if you were... Hold on. Try it out. I'll let you... Hold on. I'll let you try it out. Go to school... Wear some jeans, shorts, and a You Can't See Me t-shirt. Or go to school wearing a Ray Mysterio mask. I think they pretty much will kick me out. Yeah, they will. But, who would notice it first? Just trust me. So, now! Maybe my teacher? Everyone knows Ray Mysterio. (laughs) Now! Finally! That was the Hall of Fame ceremony. Let's move on to night one. On. All right, so that was the Hall of Fame ceremony, and um, shout out to all the inductees. But now we're on to the action. 
We got to talk about WrestleMania Night, night one. 1. So, out of all the hoopla, WrestleMania Night 1 talked about SmackDown, talked about the Hall of Fame ceremony, but it was all one big backdrop to the main event itself. That started up with the first match. And that first match is was, Austin Theory uh-huh. versus the GOAT of the WWE, John Cena. Okay. So. The 16-time world champion is Austin Theory. No, it's not. Uh, wait, Austin Theory. He doesn't have 16 titles. I, I, I said, I mentioned John Cena. But Austin Theory is now defending his United States Championship against his idol, John Cena. Alright, let's give a little backdrop about this match. Yes, Austin Theory grew up watching John Cena. Hold on. Like let's the rest take of- this all the way back to Royal Rumble. You don't have to for this. It's, it's pretty simple. He grew up watching um, John Cena. John Cena is at the point of his career where he's not a full-time WWE star anymore. Um, and Austin Theory, all the way up to Royal Rumble, even in his days in MLW, has always unfairly been compared to John Cena. You look like him, you sound like him, you could be the next John Cena. So Austin Theory is like, <laughs> I kind of don't want to be the next you, I respect what you did, but I want to be the first me. So then, what better way to silence all those critics who are unfairly comparing me to a guy I never wanted to be compared to? Let me beat the guy I compared him to. So now we get to Royal Rumble. Now we get to all of this stuff. And they finally meet John Cena, Austin Theory. And he's, he's just like, the only way I got to do it is I got to beat you. John Cena says you can't do this because you can't live up to the hype, which is John Cena, which is a tall order. Just be, just to be honest, which it is. And then they scheduled a match at WrestleMania. So I'll let you take it from there. Tell me what happened with Austin Theory versus John Cena. So, Go ahead. tell the whole story. Austin Theory versus John Cena. So John Cena's entrance have. May have the have a whole ton of kids that was that respect John Cena, so everyone was cheering him on, and then he ran and ran, mm-hmm. and the match got started, and 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 then. Let me help you out a bit. He tried to do it AA, but... But... but, Let me me help you out a bit. Yes, the match started with the kids that... But Austin Dewey maneuvered it, but... And... Had the A-town down and then retained. Okay, okay. Let's... Let's back up just a tad bit. You did right. You did right. But there's a little backstory with the children that was with John Cena. Those children were Make-A-Wish children. John Cena... To this day, still holds the record for the most uh, wishes granted for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So the Make-A-Wish Foundation had the kids come out, cheer on John Cena, wearing all of their WWE gear because John Cena's slogan is, never give up, exactly. So along with that, Austin Theory is already, 
well, he wasn't in the ring yet. You got that. Well, yes, he was. I take that back. Yes, he was. A town down. He's got to prove it. And all this other good stuff. Now, the reason this is so important is because John Cena, although he's a world champion, quite a few times, 16-time world champion, he really made his claim to fame with the U.S. Championship, the same title, United States Championship, that Austin Theory holds. So if I'm being unfairly compared to this man, and I'm holding title years, and depending on how you look at him, he kind of looks like him. Um, yeah. Now I gotta beat you. And especially after you stun with the kids. This match was one of those matches that goes back and forth. Um, and then at the end, Austin Theory, with the ref distracted, did a low blow. A low blow is when you hit someone as hard as you possibly can in, um, in the nether regions, in the private parts. And then he hit him with his move, the A-Town down, thus retaining the WWE United States Championship and kind of proven yeah I'm not John Cena I'm better than John Cena because he beat him the next match was the four-way tag team invitational uh, with Alpha Academy which is Chad Gable and Otis uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins, and Montez Ford, and the Viking Raiders. Eric and Ivar. So, with that said, this match got started in this tag team invitational. Man, this was, this match, uh, uh, you know what? You tell it. You tell about the tag team invitational. So, everyone was going back and forth. And later in the match, Braun Strowman went for the Strowman Express all around the ring. Uh-huh. And then, guess who stopped him? And I was shocked. Guess who stopped him? I know what happened. Tell Angelo people. Dawkins. I'm not going to lie. That was, that was pretty cool. Angelo Dawkins with... Now, he played D1 football, so I shouldn't be too surprised. But that was such a good tackle. Knocking down... Braun Strowman, who got to be close to 350-some-odd pounds. No, wait. I think he's like 385. Yeah, he's he's a big boy. Let's put it like that. A big boy. But he tackled him, and it was just like, yeah, I could do that. And then, in all the hoopla, now it was a good match. The Viking Raiders, as much as I love them, I, got, I, I feel weird calling them the Viking Raiders. It's not their name? Yeah, yeah, it is. The Viking Express. <sighs> look, look. I call them War Machine. I grew up with them in ROH. Huh? But, yeah, they their name is War Machine. However, they lost because right after the greatest tackle ever, the Street Prop is won by pinfall with a lateral press from Angelo Dawkins to Ricochet. And Montez Ford from the heavens. And they want to know, you can say it. We, they want the smoke. They proved that they wanted the smoke. Now, this match, the next match that followed it, was Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah. I got to get my problem out. Okay. While he races to go get prime hydration... Because of Logan Paul. <laughs> I love this match. You want to talk about it? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Go yes, ahead. yes. And shout out to Logan Paul for 
a great match. Did he? Yeah, and so Logan Paul made his, his fire entrance, and the match started with a bang. Come on. And then, and someone was dressed up as a prime costume, and guess who it was? Who? It was KSI, and Logan Paul accidentally splashed splashed him. Uh, actually, made a splash on him. So, and then he got distracted, and you can say it. Come on, and go Seth out. Rollins won, and with what move? Uh, the stomp. Well, they don't call it that no more. They call it. Stomp. They don't call it that no more. <laughs> they call it the blackout. All right. Isn't that Lance Archer's move? Yes, but they use the same name. Alright, here's here's what WWE's doing. Since WWE messed with the kids a lot, you can't call it a curb stomp because where it came from. It's a movie I won't let you watch. <laughs> Until I'm older. Yeah, when you get older, you can watch. You know what the crazy part is? This movie influenced so much of this WrestleMania. It's called American History X. You cannot watch that. Me and your mama need to be present. They did the move called the curb stomp. There's a reason they called it the curb stomp. And I'll leave it at that. But Steph Rollins, Seth Rollins called it the curb stomp. So then they watched the movie. So they don't call it the curb stomp no more after watching the movie. Then they called it the stomp. The stomp sounded too much close to the curb stomp. And makes you watch the movie. So they just called it the blackout. Because if you are successful in doing that move your opponent will black out with that said he did that to good old Logan Paul what? who said something at the end of that match that I feel I don't know how to feel about that cause he said that he's out of contract that's his last match no. for a while in WWE so we'll see we'll, we'll circle and, that and you gotta come back to that after the match Logan Paul made an apology to KSI and, and yeah, and, and he also said that may be his last match for a while. So we may not be seeing Logan Paul in WWE for a while. So no. we'll see. I think KSI got to take his place now. All right, KSI versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you know what? You're right. KSI versus Bobby Lashley. No. KSI versus Braun Strowman. No. KSI versus Mustafa Ali. Yes, 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 yes. I'm rooting for KSI this time. Wow. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wow. I just still want to see you. And, and shout out to Logan Paul and KSI. And guess what? Drink Prime. Okay, you do understand Prime is not a sponsor of ours. You can drink all the Prime you want. I mean, like, I drink Jack Daniels and they won't return my calls. Prime so. is better. Did Jack Daniels? It, I respectfully disagree. But but you like Prime though. I, I don't. I'm a, I'm a Power Rica. But do you at least like it? I mean, like if I'm desperate, yeah, drink a Prime. I like Jack Daniels. But it's okay. But to you, it's okay. Let me put it like this: Jack Daniels has done more for me than Prime has. Uh, <laughs> Powerade has done more for me than Prime has. Body armor. 
That's not my thing. I do like the cherry limeade though. But what do you think is better, prime or body armor? Body armor. Are you serious? Body armor has more flavors. Um. But they they come with the new. But prime did come with the new flavor, KSI flavor. They don't have cherry limeade. All right. The next match is Becky Lynch and Lita, Lita versus and Dennis. my pal Trish Stratus versus. Hold up, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Please sit down. My pal, friend of the podcast, interviewed on the podcast in two thousand Trish Stratus. Fourteen. Yes. Look, we can all use some stratisfaction in our lives. Lord knows I need some more. Sweet stratisfaction. Alright, well, you are too young to have that. And versus Damage, damage control, control. Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Eo Sky. Not look. That's not her name. Thank you. Eo Shirai. Thank you. Look. I didn't root for anyone in this match. Uh, I because root, I root for Becky Lynch. I I I status. I love everyone in this match. I am conflicted. But who do you love the most? Just I don't, I can't say. Everyone in this match, I grew up loving. And for the newer but generation, I still new love. Way. I Becky love Lynch Dakota Kai. Like Bailey. <laughs> Bailey, I will hang out with Bailey. It, any stop, day of the week. Any, and Eo. I had... The genius yeah. of up, the sky. I have had very serious conversations with your mom about my love for Eo Shirai. With that said, then you go to Becky Lynch, the goddamn man. That is the man. I know. I fantasy football. I wear the shirts. I do. I, I love that. Man. That's his username. And then Trish Stratus. I can't even. Friend of the podcast, friend of me. What are the divas? And wait, then wait, was she a diva? Technically, yes. And then Lita, the queen of extreme. Amy Dumas, machete girl. I just, it's just I I I, I can't root for anyone in wait, this match. Wait, who's Lita married to? No one. She said. No and one. that's no way. She's still is. single in her forties. No I gotta be honest, man. Way. Your mama got me. I would uh, if your mama didn't get me. I would have made a run. I, I I really I really would have. And you shouldn't be thinking that. Tell us what happened at the match, boy. Uh, I didn't even watch the match, but I I I know that it was that Be- the time. Becky Lynch won. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I do remember you did have to go to the bathroom. So let me break down the match. The match was great. You had everything that everyone is known for. You saw the chick kick. And you saw uh, Becky Lynch, uh, the manhandle slam. Avalanche. The avalanche, ma'am. And that, then, that was the game. That was the talk about that moonsaults. Was, that's the mount joining move. We were talking about moonsaults. Lita with the moonsault. Eel Sky. You, and Eel then yeah, to 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 go against Eel Sky. Eel Shirai. That's Eel Shirai. Her that's her name. I, I apologize. I apologize. Eo Shirai, and then you had Dakota Kai with the shiniest wizard known to man, and then Bailey. I can't even just just so good. But the match was won. Well, Bailey's a cheater. No, you 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 shut your mouth. 
Bailey so how is a darling. Sometimes Bianca Belair when you push when you push Bailey, so she gonna Bi- push back. So what happened with Bianca Belair? When you push Bailey, she, she gonna push back. She literally, bro. All right, all right, but let's talk and about the this match. this competition, it's like when you push Bailey three years ago. When you push Bailey, she gonna push back. But but in this case, Bailey had to live with Chim. Chad Gable, but but Gable, Gable, Gable. I'm oh, sorry, 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 and sorry. Bianca Belair had to lift up Otis. That is totally not fair. That's just plain cheating. Okay. With that said, the winner of this match was Becky Lynch, Lita, Lita and Trish Stratus, and they won with a avalanche, like man you said, manhandle slam by uh, Becky okay. Lynch to Bailey. Bailey ate the pin. And we moved on. It was a lot of um. Alright, wait. It, it was a lot of build up to the next match. Which one is next? Because you had to talk about it a little bit. It was Dominic Mysterio versus, versus Ray Mysterio. This was playing awkward. I didn't think it was awkward. Uh, to me, I I. Alright, so now let's talk about it. Alright, so I I rewatched the highlights over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So here's one of the highlights. Dominic, for starters, got got out of the cop car because he is still convicted. He's not convicted. It's a, Wait, it's a it, thing. How, how long is his sentence? He doesn't have a sit. Okay. But how did he end up in jail? Okay. Yes. Dominic. <sighs> All right. The story of this match is simple. It's a kid trying to rebel against his father he get with his friends and try to do a bunch of bad stuff but did he go to jail yes he went for a weekend but Rhea, Rhea, Rhea bailed him out county jail after what was it two hours so he's doing all this stuff to rebel against his as you say go I'll, I'll give him go go to luchadors no 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 don't don't call upon his goat father because this is another story where Dominic is, he thinks he's under the weight of his dad. Which is some parallels right now, if, if, if you want to be meta about it. <laughs> but he's being under the weight of his dad's greatness. But his dad is trying to help him out and showing things. But he moved on though. It's not about him moving on. It's about him not finding his ways, about cheating and going against his dad's rules. And now he finds himself in more trouble by not listening to his dad. I would really pay attention to this story if I was you. So now, with that said, he wants to play in his dad's territory, which is wrestling. Like you on this podcast. It's a lot of similarities in this. But this girl is hyping him up to do all this stupid stuff. Ray Ripley? Yes. And now, like, Ray is trying to be a good dad. He said, I never hit my son. I never fight my son. All of this stuff. But he pushed it so much to the point where Dominic. But, but. He pushed his sister and he pushed his mama. And Ray had to say, hey, hey, that may be your mama. That's still my wife. You want to fight at WrestleMania? Here we are. And this is how the match started. So, yes. Did he go to jail for two hours? Yes. Is he using that two-hour experience to hype up his entire existence? You better believe it. 
Meanwhile, Ray doesn't have to do that because, as we talked about his legacy earlier, he's the GOAT. Of Luchadors. Look, there's a lot of GOATs in wrestling. Like John Cena, Roman Reigns. Okay, first of all, I wouldn't put Roman Reigns in GOAT level. But he is! I wouldn't. When we talk about GOAT level, let's really talk about GOAT level. I will give Ray, Ray gets a shout out. I gotta put uh, Ric Flair in there. I gotta put... Uh, the Rock. The Rock is up for discussion to this. I will put Stone Cold in there. I will put um, you know I gotta put my boy the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. We'll talk about him in a minute. The American Nightmare. Oh, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. We'll talk about him in a minute. But the same thing happened with Dusty Rhodes and Cody. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because Dusty was the American Dream, while Cody was the American Nightmare. Yeah, but there's a difference. There's a strong difference between American but, Dream and um, his son versus Dominic and his son. See, Dominic went the other way. So, in this match, it was a lot of um, turmoil, if you will. There's a lot of um, things going on with um, Dominic and Rey Mysterio. So, this the reason this match was so important is because Rey was fighting against himself to fight his son. And, look, you ain't here yet. I'm a dad. I get it. There's punishment. There's whoopings. There's, there's punishment. And then there's a straight up fight. I can proudly say, you're 10 years old. I've never straight up fought you. It's a difference. And when Dominic got out of line to the point where he had to, you're seeing this match where you're seeing a dad who don't want to do that. Like, his dad don't want to, quote, punish in this way his son, showing him these different things. And Dominic, for the most part, just wasn't playing Ray. But what he won't and what he getting is two very different things. You had Judgment Day jump in. You had ref distractions. But at the end Bad of the day, Bunny. no, that, that that was the other night. But we'll talk about that. That Bad, was that was what Bad Bunny jumped in. That well, that's a different thing, and we'll get into that. That that's more Monday Night Raw. But that what when Dominic got got the chain that Damian Priest gave him. Bad Bunny took him, took it from him. Exactly, but that kind of build that's more of a priest bunny thing because they're actually friends, very good friends, mm-hmm. and they're tag team partners. And that that that's a whole other thing. That's why I say I want to save it for Raw. I want to save that part because we got to talk about that for Raw. Um, but Rey Mysterio ended up winning. With the six one nine and the diving splash off the top rope. But this is the most awkward park. Uh huh. So. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I know you used to do this to me when I was when I was younger. Uh huh. When when Ray drove Dominate to the to the uh, turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. Rear, I mean, not rear. Mm-hmm. Ray took off his belt and yeah. He beat him with his belt. Hey, look, let me tell you something as a dad. If you out of line, I'm going to take my belt off. When you have kids, and I have grandkids, when you have kids, 
and you reach that point where you got to reach for the belt, all I'm going to do is look at you because you're going to do exactly but, what I but did. But I'm not going to be that strict, though. All right. I'm not going to do a belt. I'm just going to do like this, like you do to me frequently. I put like this. How old are you? Ten. Can we have this conversation in about mm, 15 years? Can, can we have this conversation in about 15 years? Okay. Yes or no? Because I'm going to play back this tape. Alright, fun fact. I'll, I'll here's, something, here's something that's unfair for you. Okay? And if you go through the annals of this podcast, the story comes up. And I'm going to feel like you're going to feel in a minute. My mom and my dad was on this podcast and said the same thing I'm saying to you. I'm dead serious. You go to samshownation.com, you can hear it. Where I said, I'm not going to be as strict as you. And you know what they did? They sat down and waited till you got here. And then they sat down. My mom sat exactly where you're sitting right now. And she had a Verner's. She said the same thing on this podcast. And if you go through samshownation.com, you can hear her say that. And I have the same face you got right now. Sorry, man. This is a metaphor. It's like you don't know until you get there. But if I kiss, I don't want to do that to them. I don't want to hurt their feelings. So that's why I'm going to be a little easy on them. I think you missed the whole point of that story. I, just, I don't want to reach for the bell. I'm just going to do this like you did to me. Okay. Let's have this conversation for 15 years. Can we agree to that? Alright. Alright, cool. Oh. The next match is Charlotte Flair versus, versus Rhea, Rhea Ripley. Ripley. You want to talk about it? Yes! Go ahead. Man, Rhea Ripley's entrance was a banger. It was a complete banger. Talk about it. Remember, we're talking to people who ain't seen this yet. Go ahead. You know I'm partial to Charlotte Flair. I like Charlotte. I love Rhea. So, I just shut up during this match. Go ahead. Man. the One of the biggest upsets I've ever seen. Rhea Ripley did a av. I think he did a av. She. Did, I think she okay, did Okay. Okay. Wait. 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 Rip, you're a, riptide. She did, but you're buried the lead. Even the entrance, the 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 pageantry, and it takes you to go go to Peacock or wherever you got to go to see this. When Charlotte entered, she entered in a nice queen um, entrance. That's the same thing that happened in 2018. Yes, it is, and that's when, what, he, when she faced Oscar. No, 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 no. Who did she face in 2018? Come on, man. I for... Rhea! That's what Rhea made was it. in a row. Yes, yeah, she did. Remember, it was for the NXT title. She did it to Rhea for the NXT title. So that's why her thing was entirely I, the same. But that, she showed that, up. that was 2020. <laughs> That was 2020. Hold on. When she showed up with the cloth and the gown and showed up everything. But that was Oscar, though. Hold on. But wait, wait. Stay with me. Stay with me. In 2018. Hold on. But stay with me. The reason it was so important because Charlotte Flair's whole demeanor ain't changed. She said it way back when. I'm better than you, Rhea. That's when Rhea 
This is way before Rhea is the Rhea we know today. So Rhea showed up with the wings and the the devil wings, and she had the little gown on and all the good stuff, saying like she changed. But Charlotte, meta Charlotte, and this one made it so like interesting that she used the same exact interest in the way when she beat her for the NXT title. Thus showing I'm better than you. I'm always going to be better than you. Just go ahead. Just walk away because there's nothing you can do to stop my reign. I digress. I'm the old man talking. Tell me about the match between Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Go ahead, man. But Rhea Ripley's entrance, it was a complete banger. Yeah, talk about it. Well, when her music and she stomped the entire stadium was erupting with fire yeah yeah brutality go ahead to show off her brutality mm-hmm. this was honestly I want to say this was one of my favorite matches if not my favorite match of the whole weekend but more importantly but, day one or uh, night one um cause Charlotte Flair. Charlotte did a figure four about to do the figure eight, but Rhea Ripley powered out of it and, and reached for the top rope. And she did an avalanche riptide to get the win. That match was so good. It was so good. Um, say what you want about women's wrestling. Say what you want about wrestling as a whole. That match may have changed just how we look at things moving forward. I gotta be honest, that may be one of my favorite matches of the weekend, if not, especially night one, is up there, so, I want, I want to give, um, Rhea her props, but, uh, Charlotte, you ain't no slouch either, obviously you lost, but at the same time, give me some more of that, I want, I want to see that, I want, I want to see something like that again. Now the next match, remember I was talking about those prelim matches that wasn't exactly, um, but this is a match that happened. It was Pat McAfee versus The Miz. Now they come out. The host of WrestleMania is Snoop Dogg and The Miz. And The Miz, and they were doing, um, you know, every so often during the match, they recap the match, they talk about it, they introduce people and stuff like that. And then Snoop Dogg wasn't feeling The Miz. He, he just wasn't the whole weekend and the Miz can have that effect on people I know that my close personal friend friend of the podcast the Miz Michael Mazzana shout out he's Cleveland I'm Detroit what's up Miz whenever you want to come back you're welcome to it but he does wear on people he does now with that said Snoop Dogg was like I'm sick of you but I'm not going to fight you so he called out Pat McAfee and Pat McAfee came out Pat McAfee had his um, you know we all know Pat McAfee Seven, from the Pat McAfee. Seven Nation Army and yeah, he, he was ready to fight already because Pat McAfee does have heat with the Miz already and then he came out the Miz was totally taken off guard and then Pat McAfee hit him with the punt and he's a kick with the football you doggone right wait he actually kicked him with the football and then Miz was knocked out cold and then Snoop Dogg raised his hand and then we got ready for our main event of night one 
And that was the oofs. The wait. Say, say it. Say it with your chest. The oofs. Versus the underdogs. Hold on. Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. That's right. This this match was the complete upset. Talk about it. Hey, you say upset. That was Who the, didn't see this coming? That was the, I did not see that coming. That was the biggest upset. Talk about it. You know what? Talk about it. Wait, go. Wait, have the chart. Well, I know the chart. The chart just has the match and the ending. Come on. You saw the match, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, please talk about the match. So, wait. How did it start? Come on. It's the Usos. It's Sami Zayn. Oh. Okay. Okay. And Sorry. The, the, the bing rang. The, I mean, the bell rang, and they were going at it hard. And, oh, my God. <laughs> and they fought until they fought. No, and, and then Sami Zayn came in. Wait, was it? Wait, it, it, Sami Zayn came in with a Haluva kick, and then pop oh, up, pop up powerbomb from uh, Kevin Owens, and then one of the biggest upsets I've ever seen. Okay, there's so much more. That you and, whoa! And, and this was continued on Raw. Oh wait, wait, wait! We'll, wait, we'll, we'll get Sammy the Raw. Zayn and Kevin, Kevin Owens won. We'll get the raw, the, but the, the, how the Usos what, got dropped out of the bloodline. Well, we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. No, let's talk about this match. This match, night one of WrestleMania, you got the incoming champs being the Usos versus the, the unlikely team of... Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. The best friend group. They are frenemies at best. Now, I have been following Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens when they were Kevin Steen and El Generico way back when in PWG and um, ROH. And one of the things, alright, look, spoilers, they won. But they gave one of the best shout outs to one of the best tag teams to ever grace wrestling. I'm saying this without choking up because they gave a shout out to the Briscoes. Mark and Jay Briscoe. The reason I know that I watched the press conferences and everything goes. And it was a bittersweet moment because those who don't know Jay Briscoe just passed away. He was—he died in a car accident. Honestly, Jay Briscoe was me and my big brother uh, Big Man, one of our favorite wrestlers. And unfortunately you know, they ain't here no more. They, they they talking with each other. They both died? Yeah. Or just Jay? Jay, Jay passed. Mark is still alive. So, I feel a type of way, personally, because the younger brother survived the car accident. The younger brother's still alive. The younger brother got to keep going. The older brother ain't here no more. So, excuse me if I feel a type of way with that one. So, they dedicated that match to them. Shout out Jay Briscoe. Now, this match, the storyline, is about the Usos versus Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens can't stand the bloodline. What the bloodline is, is all is the Usos, Roman Reigns, Solo Sequoia. And Sami Zayn. Well, he ain't bloodline no more. 
Remember, they kicked him out because he wanted to do his own thing. He, t- he turned his back. No, they turned his back on him. Honestly, this is one of the best storylines. And same thing that Dominic did to Ray. Oh, it, it's, it's very different than that. It's very different. But, he, but, but they both betrayed. See, the difference is Sammy did it. Yeah, they both betrayed. Dominic still has a home with Ray. See, that's his dad. See, that shows unconditional love of a father for a son. What the bloodline did was manipulative. They only wanted Sammy when Sammy was working for them. But when it was time for Sammy to get his shine on, everybody didn't want that. And Kevin Owens was trying to warn him from the start. Don't get mixed up with them because you're going to be where you are now. And then that's what made this match so special. Because during this match, you saw those instances. You saw those like when Jay looks at him and Jay hits him right before the super kick. Jay kicked out. Jay looked at him and said, you should have stayed with the bloodline, Oos. And Sammy. And spoiler alert, you're not feeling too oozy. I'm not feeling too oozy right now. But, um, when Sammy, he said, you was my brother. But he actually is not. Well, brother's a term where you don't necessarily have to be blood to be brothers. Like, your Uncle Brandon, who's clearly not here right now, so we can do this podcast. <laughs> Shout out BK, who don't know how to use Zoom. That's my boy. I love him, but we got he got to learn how to use Zoom. But what I'm saying is, even though that's one of my best friends, if not my best friend, no, fuck that. I'll say it out out loud. That is my best friend. What about Auntie Shay? Well, we'll talk with her. <laughs> Isn't she your best friend too? She is, but you know, feeling rankings a little bit. You know, there's some things. I can't show up places with Shay without questions. You know, I mean, like, there we are. But w- what I'm saying is, when he pointed at Sami Zayn and said this, we was brothers. And then Sami Zayn pointed at um, uh, Kevin Owens and said, that's always been my brother. It's kind of like a mirror to say, like, treat me as good as I'm treating you. And that's a life lesson. If you treating somebody good and they're not giving you that same treatment, you need to reevaluate some stuff. And then I if it calls for it, please do it. I'm telling you this as your dad. Give him a halluva kick. Because that's what happened right next. And then after the halluva kick, Sami Zayn went to Jay Uso. The same brother who just told him, that's my brother, he pinned him and became the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champions with his brother that I have been following for years, since PWG, since ROH, since many other promotions, Kevin Steen, now Kevin Owens. And El Generico. Now I don't know where El Generico went, but I guess he goes by Sami Zayn now. 
man, it was such a relief to hear. Oh, 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 and then when the crowd got past it, ole, 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 ole. Now you were going to sleep at that point. Me, I was on the verge of elation because I watched this happen for years and I watched this happen with someone else in this story and I have a personal stake in it got anything to add to that that's the cool thing about wrestling man it makes you think about your own life it makes you reinvent things look at things a little bit differently and who am I kidding make sure you have a podcast with your son talking about these things now I don't exactly know what media is going to be around with you and your kid but um if you do a podcast talk about wrestling I'll be here and unfortunately I got some bad news that's the end of night one ready to move on to night two and we are back and right after that look night one of Wrestlemania action packed night we feel the type of way we learned life lessons we talked about a father son dynamic on screen and off screen and it was awesome so now we're moving on to night two, two. night two is was jam packed yes it was and it was all the Wrestlemania vibes from the night previous so night two is actually Sunday night yeah Sunday night yeah so in the first match of the night yes okay uh, alright let's set the stage the pregame was all about uh, Friday uh, the Hall of Fame ceremony a little bit about Smackdown but it was mostly about everything that you missed the night one that was the pregame but now we're jumping into the main event. And the first match of the night was Brock Lesnar versus Omos. 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 What? Omos. Well, that's not how you pronounce it. Say it again. Say it. Because I say Omos. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Alright, I'll take your word for it. Tell me what happened with that. A battle of giants. Mm-hmm. Seven foot three, four hundred ten pounds. Well, Brock, on the other hand, is like five foot. No, no, Brock is not five foot. Brock is in the sixes. Oh, six. I, I can clearly say that. Seven foot. If you don't know, you know. I mean, you can I'm look six, it up. Six foot four. I wish we had a producer here who could look up stuff for us. Uh, That'd be awesome. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Is. Let's say height. He's 6'3. He's 6'3. He's six three. He's six three. According to Google, he's 6'3. Uh, go ahead. 6'3 versus 7'3. Please go ahead. By one foot. By one foot perfectly. No, don't make it sound little. 6'3. 395 pound Brock Lesnar. And seven foot three, four hundred ten pounds. 
which is total. That's crazy. I know, and Brock Lesnar had had the match winning at five. Pin. Oh, whoa, whoa, you. I wasn't. Yeah. Okay. You pinned. Pinned. Yeah. Okay. So let's jump into this match a little bit more instead of just jumping right to the finish. Brock Lesnar versus Almost. Omos. Okay. Okay. What am I saying? That's not how you pronounce it. Omos. Yes. Am I saying this right? Yes. Omos. Okay. This is what we call a squash match. What a squash match is, is someone who's clearly dominant than someone else. And this match was to show how dominant they are. This match. But it was an upset. No, there was no upset whatsoever. If you bet against Brock Lesnar coming into this match, you just should have set your money on fire. All the fans were going crazy when when Brock Lesnar lifted 410-pound Omos. That's kind of my point. We all saw that coming. But he's, look, he's 395 pounds, and, he, look, and Omos is 410 pounds. Listen, Omos is good. He's tall, and according... To Enzo Amore, you can't teach that. But I gotta say, if you went in there thinking Omos was gonna win, like Brock Lesnar is just a plain beast incarnate. Yeah, the beast incarnate. So that was one of the quickest matches of the entire weekend because maybe the quickest match. If Omos is good, he's tall, he's strong. But he is Do not, not as. I matched him to Brock Lesnar. He's not as dominant, because exactly. Because if you step in the ring with Brock Lesnar, you will get completely obliterated. And that's what happened this time, WrestleMania 39. Now, I I gotta just move forward. That match, it was F5s galore. He caught an F5, and we all saw it coming. But the next match, that was a fun one. Because it was the ladies tag team invitational. See, night one had the men's tag team invitational. This was the women's tag team invitational. So you had the team of Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rod- ah, if I could say it, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia versus Shotzi Blackheart. That's her real name. Anyone calls Natalia and Sasuke, not versus no, well, all of these are versus each other. Yeah, and then you had versus Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. Rude, dude. All right, look, I like Shayna Baszler a lot. He, she won second place in the Mayon Classic in 2017. I like Ronda Rousey a lot. The baddest I, woman on the planet. I like Shotzi Blackheart a lot. The Natalia t- is a seasoned veteran. I even, I don't even like. Natalia, I love Natalia. Do you ever met her? I want to so bad. And any of these, uh, Chelsea Green, I love. Okay, first of all, I don't want to call her Chelsea Green. That's to me, to my heart, that's the hot mess, Laura Van Ness. I have been following her career since TNA. Everything she does is great. I can't even take that away. Shotzi. Blackheart. Never change that. Let everyone know you're Shotzi Blackheart. Sonya Deville. 
I have a love-hate relationship with Sonya Deville because I wish she. How, how do you love her? I I think what she does is great. But how do you hate her? I just wish she embraced her um her her mixed martial arts status a little bit more. For starters, using your real name, Di- uh, Danita Benito, and show up when she was just that. When she performed in Bellator, and, man, it was just great. Raquel Rodriguez, same thing. Raquel Gonzalez is who I remember from EST. Uh, Raina Gonzalez. There it is. Is because from uh, the from Ma- NXT, Ma- yeah. Classic too. Liv Morgan, I've always been on the fence with Liv Morgan. Ever since NXT, it, even when Rhea Ripley betrayed. No, 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 no. I'm talking. I'm I'm taking him back to all the way to NXT. But didn't we betray her? Yeah, but when it was yo yo, I'm Liv Morgan. Yo, I was just like okay. I I always have this like prove yourself moment with me with her. I know she's good. I know it. My brain knows it. My heart is not invested because it's like you change so much. Whereas like I don't. I, I don't care. Nothing against Liv Morgan. I think she's great, but if she just pick a lane, can we can we can we pick a lane? So this match was. I'll let you tell it. Did you did you watch this match? Mm. Well, I watched it, and when you watch this match, you have a vibe of this. And I guess you got to be older to kind of like appreciate it, I guess. But this match was kind of like, show me something, please. Moving forward. Because we're going to have some great SmackDown Women's Champions. We're going to have some great Raw Women's Champions. Please show me something. Because I need to invest my future in something. If Chelsea Green became Laura Van Ness, the hot mess that I remember, great. Um... Ronda Rousey and uh, Shayna Baszler won with the arm bar uh, from Ronda Rousey on Shotzi Blackheart. I wish it was on anyone other than Shotzi, but there we are. Because I really like Shotzi. But Blackheart. Shotzi Blackheart, that's correct. But here's what I would like from here on out. Ronda Rousey, as great as she is, UFC and everything else, I am not dispersing her name. But when it comes down to WWE, if we got to talk, we going to leave that up to uh, your tag team partner, Shayna Baszler. Ronda Rousey is not a good talker. She just ain't. She's good in in the ring. But not good off the ring. No, Out like when ring. you got to talk. Talking sometimes, like if, if she was in a program where she was just the muscle, we good. But when she talked, it's kind of like it goes back and forth because I want to root for you because I like you, but I can't root for you because you're the bad guy. But your words are crossed in the streams. It's a weird, it's a weird middle ground that I have with that. However, it was great. I dig it. Um, but look, I want to put this on front street right now. WrestleMania weekend. Night one was better than night two. It just was. How? Let's get into it. 
Look how we're talking about it. The next match. Now, with that said, hold on. It was one of my favorites of the weekend. But night one had way too many bangers in night two. And the next match was Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus versus Gunther. That's not his name. I know. I have to say it because I'm reading it. Walter. You damn right is Walter. That. Walter the Rain General. General. See? That's my son right there. Go ahead. You want to talk about the match? Go ahead. Talk about the match. It's probably one of the best matches all weekend. So. So. Calm down. When the rain first. When the. When the bell just rang, Drew McIntyre decided to take out Walter first, and, I, then, I, and then Sheamus and McIntyre were going at it. Celtic, Scottish Warrior, mm-hmm. were going at it, and then Gunther came back. I mean Walter. Yeah, we gotta say it. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. He came back. All right. Wait. Wait, then, wait. 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 Let. I want to do this for people. People who are listening, when we say the phrase, that's not his name. The reason we say the phrase is not his name is for this reason. NXT, PWG, ROH, we grow up with these people with one name. The WWE changes their name for whatever reason. Maybe it's a copyright thing. I don't know. But it's hard to invest years and years and years of a person. And then the company changed their name on the fly. So when you hear the phrase that pays between me and now my son, which I feel so good about. When we say that's not his name, or that's not her name, that's not their name, or whatever pronouns you want to use. The reason we say that is because of this. We are invested in that person throughout the throughout the totality of their career. And when you show up at WrestleMania, that is like the best of the best of the best. Not because of what is happening, because so many eyes are on you. So it, when we say the phrase, that's not his name, or that's not her name, or that's not their name... We're saying that because we want you to go back in time and see the stuff that we saw. I hope that does sound right. Does that sound right to you? Okay. So for the rest of this, I gotta call him Walter. If you hear Gunther, that's because we're reading something. But Walter, what is it? The Rain General. General. There it is. I'm sorry. I apologize. The general. From Vienna, Austria. That man gave a international championship clinic. Austria, Scotland, Ireland. Like Seamus. And I love Seamus. Seamus is great. Drew McIntyre. And I I rock with Drew McIntyre when he was the chosen one. I still listen to Broken Dreams. I don't even 
talk about his stuff he do now. And if you want to understand what broken dreams are, please go back in time. But Walter, aka Gunther, when they start doing the chops, whatever's in his hand, they hurt. Oh my God! He chopped him in his chest. Chest became like beet red. It was crazy. People Who? underestimate how strong Who? Walter is. When Walter chopped both of them. At the same time? No, he got Sheamus and he got Drew McIntyre. Did you wa- not watch this match? I forgot what happened. You understand it was like a day ago, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Then. So, with that said, he gave a clinic showing her he'd ring general. Now, Sheamus. General. General. No, well, I'm saying general because when you're a ring general, that means you're controlling everything in that ring. Now, the problem with is Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, they're friends. So their friendship got in the way of their own individual pursuits of getting the Intercontinental Championship from Gunther, a.k.a. Walter. That's his real name. So, with that said, when it was time for Sheamus, Sheamus had to match one against Walter. But Drew McIntyre broke up the pin because of what, you know, what stitch is a triple it's a triple threat match. So Walter took advantage of that. And then Walter went with a pinfall with one of the sickest power bombs on Drew McIntyre. It was if you got a power bomb on somebody, that's how you do it. He made his point. And then he retained the WWE Intercontinental Champion. Now this, we talk about match of the weekend. I'm not saying this was a match of the weekend. This was a match of the night. And this was Oscar versus Bianca Belair. Man. Man. You want to talk about, like, all right, first of yes. all, I came, in, I came into this match. I was not rooting for anyone. Yes, you was. I, look, I love them both. I, you know, I have an undying respect for Oscar because nobody's better than Oscar. But Bianca Belair and the Twisted Tale, the let let's all right, all right, all right. flashback of Belair. the Twisted Tale of Oscar. Be- I I don't have enough time to talk about Oscar, but Bianca Belair is the EST of WWE. Excuse me. Excuse me. I, I want to stop but we, but I was rock with her when she was the EST of NXT. And then she became the EST of WWE. And then, the, the we, she's whatever this is. And then we when we, we use her um, mantra in baseball. Yes, it is. Because we are we, the EST. A DPRD. All right, then. So now, when this match started, you got Oscar comes out because Oscar is just playing the best. So you had a bunch of people dressed as Oscar. I love this interest because you had so many people, and Oscar wears a lot of different masks. So each person who's dressed just like Oscar had a different mask, and then that last mask was the green mask. And you saw Oscar show up. 
and and that was that was beautiful. I I've loved that. Um, the Empress of Tomorrow. That's what it, what she's called. Showing that since she's that quote Empress of Tomorrow, past, present, future, or the twisted tale of Oscar. Exactly. Now here's where we connect. Very similar to the great Muda, who did the same thing in the Hall of Fame that Friday. So it was kind of like a shout out to him, but you can see how she was inspired by him by doing this. And then Bianca Belair came out. Her entrance was tear jerking, man. It was. It was a tear jerking experience because she didn't come out to her own entrance for a while. It was the divas of of Los Angeles. You had little girls around your age. They was dancing, but all the girls had long ponytails, like Bianca Belair. And they came out, they dancing, they moving, and most importantly, one of the little girls, um, actually the last one, and that's where it it, it pulls at the heartstrings a little bit. Her, her parent, her her mom passed that morning. Remember the little one who did all the flips, and had the little thing at the end. Her mom died that morning. How? Well, I don't know. I wasn't there. Um. And she still had the strength to go on and be with Bianca Belair, and she did all the flips and everything. And that's why, if you look at that entrance, Bianca Belair, remember, she hugs her. She does the little strength thing. And she points her at her heart and she says, you got to be strong And during her entrance. And remember, all the other girls kind of went around her and hugged her. It was, it was a very, it was a very emotional thing saying like be strong in the midst of adversity and then she goes to the stage and Bianca Belair and they start to match why are you looking at me like that you didn't know that did you I did not know her mom passed yeah that's what Michael Cole was talking about so her mom passed and they Kept, what was it the Compton Dows or Detroit Dows like I don't I don't want to I, I really don't want to mess up their name it's worth a watch to listen because it, it served two purposes in the WWE universe it served as like Bianca Belair is strength of the community and she loves the community whatever but on a personal level it shows that she herself had to go through adversity and she's encouraging other people to show with that leadership and that adversity and um you should know yourself because do you remember the gift you gave Auntie Lex for Christmas mm-hmm. what did you give Auntie Lex for Christmas I kind of forgot it was a Funko Pop remember that oh, of herself it was a Funko Pop of Pooh. Of herself and Uncle Matt. No, that was my gift. You gave a Funko Pop of someone else. 
Bianca Belair. Remember that? Oh. Mm-hmm. And you said, very simply, the reason that I bought it, so you give to Auntie Lux, if this thing is about strong women, I want to give you one of the strongest women I know, Bianca Belair. And you said, send it to him, and there we go. That's why Auntie Lux has a Bianca Belair Funko Pop. And and then she responded back and gave me the Tinker Crates. There you go. Now I got four. I think my fifth one's coming later this month. Can we stick to the program, please? Okay. So when you watch this match, there's a lot going on in the background. Personally, I love Oscar. I love Bianca Belair. I I personally didn't give a damn who won. You want to talk about the Oscar Bianca Belair match? Let's both talk about it. Go ahead. You go first. You go first. So, so Oscar started the match brutalizing Bianca Belair mm-hmm. with all her kicks, and he did like an Oscar lock like three times. In the armbar. Mm-hmm. And Bianca Belair powered through each and every one of them. And I was like, whoa. And then from there, Bianca Belair kind of like took over because she showed drop kicks after drop kicks, used her power against Asuka because Asuka is a bit of. She, she could be a problem. So, with that, Bianca Belair and Asuka, she won with a pinfall, and she used the KOD to retain her WWE Raw Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. And then from... And for a full calendar year. For a full calendar year. Which is interesting, because do you remember who she got the WWE... Becky Lynch. That's correct. So... With that said, we move on to the next match. Now, this is one of those matches that wasn't on the card, but it was the Miz and Snoop Dogg who's hosting uh, WWE WrestleMania this year. Everyone betrays me. And then the Miz, he was he was a little upset because last time he did this, Pat McAfee came. So now Snoop Dogg was like a little bit more okay with his message and he didn't like that and he wanted to talk to Snoop Dogg and he says hey last time I was here you did this that and the third and I want to do this so Snoop Dogg came in somebody that the Miz uh, messed up and that was Shane McMahon Shane McMahon came out and just beat the Miz down he was giving right hands and right hands and he was sweaty and tired after coming out of that long ass ramp but what we didn't understand is Shane McMahon he caught an injury he broke his quad he tore his quad muscle and this is completely real so the medics had to do it and had to jump in and I don't want to say perform surgery, but they had to get his stuff together so he could get out so he can have surgery. And Snoop Dogg saw this and then jumped right in there, 
hit the Miz with two right hands and then did the people's elbow and won his title back. The uh, West Coast title, was it the all gold title, all Snoop title? Is gold. Yeah, but it's all gold with a little green on it. The 24-7. It's not the 24-7 championship. That's gold and green. No, it's green and gold. Snoop Dogg's title is all gold with just a little green on it. Just a little, little green. Right by the WWE logo. He got his title back from the Miz and won. So, that was that. And Snoop Dogg is like one of the greatest performers. Excuse me, WWE Hall of Famer Snoop Dogg. You gotta give him his props. He has a Hall of Fame status of himself. When? Um, this was two years ago. Yeah, Snoop Dogg is in the Hall of Fame. Have you, oh, he wrestled with Sasha Banks. Yes, that was the night he got it. When he got it with Sasha Banks. Yeah, that was the night he got his uh, Hall of Fame status. Wait, Snoop Dogg is Sasha Banks' uncle? Cousin. Oh. Okay. So with that, the next match was the match. You couldn't watch the whole thing because I had to make sure on you. The next match was the Edge versus Finn Balor match. You want to talk about it? Yes. Go ahead. So this completely out of Finn Balor. And and we're not talking. We're not talking about the average Edge. We're talking about the brood edge. That was so crazy. His entrance, man. I almost thought Finn Balor was bleeding halfway through the match, but I, 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 he was bleeding, but he was bleeding, but I thought it was like a brood bath. I thought. But okay, we're talking about brood edge. But you gotta talk about Finn Balor. His interest was the demon. Go ahead, talk about Finn it. Finn Balor is ne- <laughs> turning to the his alter ego, which is the demon. Mm-hmm. In the Judgment Day, and that was like that flashback, like four years ago or five, mm-hmm. six, six. I think like well, six. It wasn't years. that long. I think like five years ago. But go ahead. And I swear, it was the, one of the most craziest entrances I've ever seen. The match gets started, and and Edge is definitely brutalizing Finn Balor. So when Edge grabbed the ladder, he threw the the ladder at at Finn Balor's head, mm-hmm. and then. That, uh, you can say it. Finn Balor's head almost split open. It broke his scalp. Yeah, see, that was that point where me and your mama said, hey, let's look away from... And, yeah, it was a gnarly injury. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty bad injury. And all the EMTs and doctors had to come out and do it. If you want to see the result of said injury, I request that you go to Finn Balor's Twitter. That's where I guess I had enough where you can see it but yeah it was a pretty bad one um right then and there they put 14 staples in his head and then they let the match keep going then edge won by pinfall with the concerto but that was it was one of those things where you had to end that match right then and there because 
my man had to go to a hospital ASAP. So you had to do something. And that was one of those times where the athlete versus, and yes, these are athletes, had to save them. You have to save the athlete from themselves. Because of that injury, and trust me, when you go to his Instagram page and you see it, it's a bad one. But it is one of those things where the show must keep going. But we need to end this as soon as possible so you go to a doctor. So, Edge did win. Personally, I don't think that was the case. I think. Finn Balor was going to win because Judgment Day kind of walked away as losers all weekend, if you ask me. Except for Rhea Ripley. That shouldn't be the case. But since that is the case, based on circumstantial evidence, I want to see how that plays out with this week's SmackDown. Now, the last one was the main event of the night, of night two, I should say. Maybe the entire thing. It was. It was what we all waited for. Lord knows it was what I was waiting on. It was the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Taking on. Versus the WWE, Undisputed Universal Champion, the head of the table, the Roman Reigns. The Tribal Chief. The Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. You want to talk about it? All right, let's go, go ahead. You, you, since I did it first, you go. You go first. Alright, this is what we all waited for. If you are an AEW fan, if you are a WWE fan, you got a chance to see Cody Rhodes, the son, excuse me, let me rephrase that, the grandson of a plumber, his dad, the WWE Hall of Famer, the WWE legend, Dusty Rhodes. Um, those who don't know, probably one of my favorite wrestlers. Huh? Dusty Rhodes, yes. Cody Rhodes shows up against Roman Reigns to end the bloodline. Roman Reigns, who is at at, at the least a mafioso don, he has held down this title for years. Like, Both titles, the undisputed title, Raw like and SmackDown, uh, for nine hundred and sixty some odd days, he's held this title. So it is a struggle to get this title from him. And when you saw this match, this match had everything. It was over an hour. You got a chance to see interference from the Usos, from Solo Sokoa. You got a chance to see uh, you, the new tag team champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, jump in and help out out of the ref, referee's interference. And for whatever reason, Cody Rhodes came up short. And then Roman Reigns wins by pinfall with the spear. To retain the WWE Universal, uh, excuse me, undisputed Universal title. It's an hour. This is probably one of the best matches I've ever seen in wrestling until the last 20 seconds. I feel such a type of way about it. I don't want to expose the business right now, 
that's for a podcast for a later day this probably was one of the best matches I've ever seen and I'm I'm holding it up to Sting Starcade 97 levels if you saw WCW Starcade 97 you've heard me and BK talk about this on this podcast so many times to the point where it's like that is probably the best goddamn wrestling match ever this is uh, Ricky Steamboat Ric Flair this is Dusty Rose, Harley Race. We are we are going in the annals of time to even compare this match to something. Cody was the goddamn man. Roman Reigns. I am a certified Roman Reigns hater, but I can't hate on this. Roman Reigns. This is the best version of him. And he walked away with a win. And probably one of the best matches I've ever seen the last 20 seconds I want you guys to see that and the night ended Roman Reigns is still your WWE undisputed world heavyweight champion look at the face look at the face you're making tell me why you're making that face man come on there's a microphone right in front of you tell me why you're making that face Tell the truth. I, I just uh, I just thought Cody would end the bloodline, but everyone thought that. That's what made it so such a disappointing night. So that's the end of night two of WrestleMania weekend. Now to the casual fans, WrestleMania weekend would be over. But anyone. Who knows a thing or two about a thing or two? Knows it it don't stop there. Do it. Nope. Until SmackDown. Well, not really. It's the Raw after Mania. SmackDown is just chapter one of the next year. See, the real fallout happens on Raw. And that happens at Raw October excuse me, April third, two thousand twenty three. AD, Year of Our Lord. Now, usually the Raw after Mania has a lot of surprises. And this one didn't. And I feel, I felt the type of way about it. But I get it. If you're building Man, a story. That was like so boring. It was. Normally the Raw after Mania, you have a call up from NXT. You have a new person. It's so many expectations. But this one was... It was, you said it best, boring. Triple H came out to talk about, and he thanked everybody for WrestleMania. And he, one thing I did love, he gave a shout out, shout out to Stu. Stu is the cameraman of WrestleMania, and Stu worked his natural ass off. Stu has... If it's a John Cena match, Stu gives shout-outs. Roman Reigns, all the important stuff, Stu would do it. Then Triple H talked about WrestleMania. He talked about everyone coming out to uh, the stadium. Was it? Uh, SoFi. SoFi Stadium. Thank you. And then from there, he, he you know acknowledged the sale. Of WWE, WWE was bought over the weekend by uh, Endeavor, 
the same people who owns UFC, which is great, which is good. But at the same time, you know, he made this rah-rah speech that says Raw and WWE is going to be the same product that we grew and love, which is great. However, it got a little boring because right after that, he introduced Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns came in with Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa. And then they came Man. to the ring. And then Cody Rhodes showed up. Uh, still healing from the rib injury that he got in that match. And he well, wanted a but, rematch. But overall, this, that Raw was like so boring as England versus the United States in the World Cup last year. No one a knows, zero zero draw. Well, no one knows that reference. However, it's like so you're right. Boring. I agree with you. You are right. The same way that England and the United States had a, a draw, zero zero draw in the World Cup last year. Again, no one knows that reference. But let's continue. On. Hey, shout out to FIFA. Hey, yeah, like it's you. That's it. But what I'm saying is. When Roman Reigns goes to the stage, uh, Cody Rhodes show up. He's asking for a rematch. He says no, and then Paul Heyman says, "If you don't have a rematch, you you know whoever we'll do a tag team match, and whoever's your tag team partner will give and, up." And then suddenly, no, they give up the beast a, a chance for a championship, and then Brock Lesnar came. Yeah, Brock Lesnar showed up. Which makes sense because since Brock Lesnar lost at SummerSlam, he can no longer compete for the undisputed World Heavyweight Title. If Roman Reigns, ah, Roman Reigns holds the title, and then from there, you saw the finally, Omos shows up, has a quick match with Elias. He beats Elias. That's not his name. That's not Elias' name. Elias Samson. I'll say Elias for this reason. It's, I'm just using his first name. They didn't go out of their way to change the name. The reason we say they changed their name, when you go from Walter to Gunther, Elias is still Elias. I can say Elias. It's different. Elias is his name because I got to say Elias Samson. So I, I, I can roll with that. But when you turn Eo Shirai into Eo Scott, yeah, I got a problem with that. Same thing as Gunther. Walter, exactly. So, then that happens. That's a quick squash match. Almost wins. Omos! Okay, okay. What am I saying? Almost. It's Omos. Omos, okay. Omos wins. And it was quick. Then you see the Usos show up. Usos! But they don't have the belts no more. So, Paul Heyman is like... Uh, hey, hey, go to the plane, get away from Roman, and that—that's gonna. I believe now that's gonna show up on SmackDown, but there's something with that. And then after that, Rey Mysterio comes out. He's thanking everybody for the weekend he had. Then Austin Theory shows up. Saying he beat one goat, he gonna beat another, and then Rey Mysterio got his own problems, and he ends up beating Rey Mysterio with the A Town down. 
And then post match, I think uh, Dom shows up. Dominic Mysterio trying to beat up with his dad, and then he got in a fight with um, Bad Bunny. So see, this is where wait, it comes. Damian Priest came. Damian Priest came because Damian Priest used to be tag team partners with Bad yeah. Bunny, and then Damian Priest, when he hit Dom, who's his friend with now. He told Bad Bunny to chill. He yoked him up a little bit over the counter or over the guardrail. And then when he hit him again, he then hit Bad Bunny. So now there's a friction with those two. See, uh, Martinez actually said he's still friends with him, but he crossed the line when he hit Dominic. So that may... Sh- that may show up at Backlash. Personally, that's what I think is going to happen. And then you had the recap of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on this Raw. And they were celebrating. Sami Zayn likes to celebrate by having fun. Kevin Owens likes to celebrate with a nice fight. You got to keep fighting. And then the person who answered that open challenge that they gave out was my boys, the Street Profits. And the Street Profits, they they played the game with uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn, um, and Kevin Owens did win against the Street Profits. And then this is what I'm tiptoeing around. Seth Rollins come to the ring. He does the little thing where they sing the song. Oh, yeah, and then you saw Mustafa Ali. <laughs> Mustafa Ali was trying to convince Bobby Lashley to like think positive because he wasn't on the card or all the other good stuff for WrestleMania. And then Bobby Lashley beat the hell. Out of um, Staff Ali. That's what happened. Oh, I'm sorry. Was were you not here the whole weekend? You can have favorites, but that's what happened. He won with the hurt lock. Then that is so not fair. How is it not fair? That is literally so not fair. How is it not fair? Because of weight and height. Okay. 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 I'll just say okay. I'll just say okay. And then right after that, our buddy, can we say our buddy, mm-hmm. Bianca Belair came out one more time to celebrate that she won the Women's Raw Championship. And right when she was in the middle of her speech, she was interrupted by Rhea Ripley. Oh, I think what's happening at Backlash... Winner takes all. To become the undisputed women's champion. Well, I would have thought that too. But remember when Bianca Belair said, I'm ready whenever you are because she's the EST. And that means she got to battle the best. So since she's the EST, and Rhea Ripley is clearly the one, eradicator. Of the, one of the best. Can we say one of the best? She was walking back, but 
Raquel. Okay, I gotta use a real the name that she uses now. Raquel Gonzalez. Rodriguez. Sorry, she was Raquel Gonzalez in NXT. Raquel Rodriguez looked at Rhea Ripley, and that was a look that says she's about to challenge for the SmackDown belt. So we will see on Friday what happens with that. Oh my god. Hey, hey. We are watching the same thing, though. And then. I'm so mad about Mustafa Ali. Well. I'm so mad. That's your boy. You gotta talk with him. Look, he's going to AEW. He's gonna have a better. (laughs) What? You don't want him to go to AEW? No! Why? I would love to see Mustafa Ali versus Sammy Guevara. I love to see that. But let's keep it WWE. Let's keep it WWE. Like, then right after that, Damage Control showed up. Uh-oh. And then they had the uh, tag team number one contendership match. Because the winner of this match... Faces Damage Control? No, no, no. No. Since they lost at WrestleMania... The winner of Damage Control versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez will go against the champs uh, starting this Friday on SmackDown. Or SmackDown. Yeah, uh, starting this Friday, if if need be. And that would be Becky Lynch and Lita. Lita. So, Man, I wish they had trios tag teams. Well, they don't. But right but, now, but I hope they do in the future. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez won, so we'll see on SmackDown what happens. And then the Miz showed up. The Liz, the Miz came out. My personal close on friend, friend of the broadcast. Shout out, Mizana. Can't can't say that enough. But he was a little pissed off that two days in a row, somebody surprised him and beat him up. So he said, "No more surprises." And then he got one more surprise, and that was the original bro. Matt Riddle. The you dog on right. So Matt Riddle What's came out. Really Orton? Well, we'll see. I don't see him in the wild. I know he was injured, so we'll see what happens from that. But the original bro, Matt Riddle came out and beat him up. And then they talked about you know, Pat McAfee, George Kittle, Shane McMahon, Snoop Dogg, everybody who beat up the Miz and, and that Matt weekend. Riddle. And then he came out, and then Riddle beat him up. One with the bro Derek. And that's that. Man, everyone hates the Miz. I don't. I think the Miz is great. And then from there, Raw shows up where, um, Lita and Becky Lynch acknowledges and I'm using that term loosely um, you know that the new number one contenders I should say uh, for their championship belts will be Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez and I'm sorry I I misspoke it's going to be on Raw next week not Smackdown it's going to be on Raw next week and then that's when we see the bloodline. Bloodline comes to the match, so they can battle Brock Lesnar and Cody Rose. But before the match even gets started, Brock lost his 
God damn mine. And beat the hell out of Cody Rhodes. Now, I don't know what happened from that. We're going to have to watch SmackDown to find out. The bloodline just left. And Brock Lesnar tried to hospitalize uh, Cody Rhodes. And then Brock Lesnar left. After he didn't beat him up, gave him several F5s, and gave two double birds to the cameraman, and that was the end of the show. And that is the end of this podcast, and end this- of WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. So, before we close out this podcast, tell me what you think about WrestleMania weekend. Man, I want you to end this right here, but... Uh, this was one of the greatest and greatest of all time. One of the greatest WrestleManias ever. It was pretty good. I, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty good. Let's end this on a high note again. Yeah, let's end on a high note. Uh, but if uh, we are truly ending this on a high note. It's literally a high note. I know. All right. One, one two, three. Oh. Uh, uh, Alright. Bye. Alright, before we end this on a high note, uh, which we actually did, and damn it, you are my son. Uh, I will say this. But wait, wait. Wait. I, I believe this is one of the best WrestleManias ever. Mm-hmm. And my rating is 10 out of. A scale 1 to 10. A billion out of 10. This is one of the best WrestleManias ever. It was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. But one thing I will say. You know what's better than this WrestleMania? Backlash. No. What? The next one. So, what we're going to do. WrestleMania 40. We're going to put a pin in that. We're going to put a pin in this. I don't. Uh, Philadelphia. They, oh. they said it already. But one thing I will say is this. You want to come back next year? And do the WrestleMania 40 uh, recap. Excuse me. WrestleMania Weekend 40 recap. You want to do it? Well, no one can hear you. You drop your mic. No one can hear you. You want to come back next year? Yes. But we didn't do it on WrestleMania 38. Well, that was last year. I know. Yeah. Now that you're of age and you know what's going on, we can only move forward. You want to do WrestleMania 40? Yeah. I promise me and you, we can do WrestleMania 40. And guess, All right. guess what? See? Now let's go. With that said, I want to thank you guys for listening to us in the WrestleMania Weekend Recap. Um, everything related to the podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Your home for everything related to the podcast. Hit us up at just talk with sam at gmail.com. Just talk with sam on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, samshownation.com. Your home for everything related to the podcast. Samshow11 on Twitter. I thank you. I want to give a shout out to my boys. The Act Corley Podcast with Bash and Z. Um, I want to give a shout out to my own son, Charles, who will replace me. Who are we kidding? He is. And um, everyone else, I want to say thank you guys. Thanks for staying up with us for WrestleMania recap. This was a little bit longer than most, but we had a great time. We had to recap this entire weekend. It was great. 
please watch wrestling. Please support wrestling. Please do that. Mainly because it is one of the last greatest art forms. And if you don't believe me, go watch a wrestling match near you. Whether it be WWE, AEW, any of the independent, ROH, wherever you got. Trust me. It is your housewives. It is your dramas. It is your reality TV. It is your sports. It is everything rolled into one. We have always been a wrestling household and I guess the next generation is safe. I will see you guys next time. Peace out.